Hello and welcome to the one and only podcast you need in your life for keeping up with the latest and greatest at Elmwood Park. This is Parkside Chant where you get the 411 on District 401. I'm your host, Aaron Sulmer, and for this ninth episode of Parkside Chat, we are talking athletics. My three distinguished guests today are Ms. Emily Schoenbeck, representing both cheer and the science departments. We also have Mr. Tony Sylvester, representing, well, I guess all three. We have social studies, basketball, and football. And we have Ms. Amanda Schaefer, representing English department and dance. Welcome, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. For so us. you may or may not know, but I always like to start this with a little bit of a warm up question just to kind of launch us into it, get to know you a little bit better. So we have spring break right around the corner. What what are your ideal spring break ideas? Are you going anywhere or are you just kind of window shopping and being like, well, maybe next year? What are, what are we looking at here for your spring breaks? Well, I will be, um, as many people know, I am from New York originally. My family is there. Um, so I will be traveling back there for a week just to see my mom and my grandma and some of my other family. Um, hopefully actually spend Easter with some of them, which will be one of the mm. first holidays we'll be back together. So it's pretty exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Um, I'm hoping to uh, catch up on a bunch of sleep. Uh, it's been nice to, to with, with football going on right now, this is the, a weird year because of uh, the seasons being switched around. So normally football's uh, in the fall. And so spring for spring break for me usually would consist of not having much responsibility, but with football practice, uh, I'll, I'll be busy sticking around here. Yeah. So just like Amanda, I'm actually going to Florida visit some family, and then just probably hang out. I'm only going for a short amount of time, and then I'm going to come back to the last football game on Saturday. Very cool. It's nice to be able to, to see that people are getting to do stuff, too, in this time and getting to feel, view family and, like you said, like holidays. Like, oh, look at that. We actually get to do some things yeah. again. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, too. All right, so let's go ahead, too, and start by introducing yourselves. Um, go ahead and tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your sports, and then we'll, we'll launch into some questions. All right, I guess I'll kick us off here. Uh, this is uh, Tony Sylvester. I'm in my 15th year at Elmwood Park High School. Um, I've been working in the social studies department, uh, currently serve as the, our social studies department curriculum chair, as well as the head basketball coach for boys basketball and assistant varsity football coach. And uh, certainly, you know, putting a lot of, a lot of opportunities with uh, trying to make the department and the program and the school uh, as dynamic as, and competitive as possible. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. Emily? So I'm actually in my second year here at Elmwood Park High School, but this is my first year coaching cheerleading. I did cheerleading in high school, and I cheered for four years at North Park University, so I have quite a bit of experience, but this is my first official time coaching as a head coach. Cool. Thank you. Amanda? Yeah, so this is my fourth year here at EP, um, second year coaching, but I was the former head cheer coach, um, and now I'm the head dance coach. So this is my first year with the dance program, um, which is also a brand new program here at EP. So very exciting. It's been quite an interesting year to start a new program, but 
<laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> We're easing into it. <laughs> well, good, good. Uh, before we start talking about some, like delving into some of what the programs look like, um, I'm gonna, I want to start with the low-hanging fruit here, which is obviously COVID and the pandemic. And and as you sat down and you started looking what the season was going to be and you started working with uh, Mr. Noise and trying to figure out logistics of everything, what it, what does this look like? How has this changed athletics? What does it look like for our students and for you guys as coaches? Very different. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, it's definitely very different just in, you know, our general day-to-day, even just like in practice. Um, we just had to, we had to change a lot of our daily routines, obviously, just like doing daily check-ins, you know, the taking temperatures at the door, making sure their crisis go is done, um, wearing masks, telling our kids to spread out when they're grabbing water, things like that. It's just, it's super different. It's like the new focal point versus um, what it has been in previous years. So, Yeah, she's totally right. And I remember when we got that email from Mr. Noyce that there would be a season, I remember going up to Amanda's room and being like, how are we going to put together a season in five days and a routine in two and a half weeks and make this work. We did it, but like she said, there was several other concerns that we had to go around, and it was like one of those things, like just flying by the seam of your pants, and you made it work. Like now that it's like over, I'm like, wow, that went a lot better than I could have ever imagined. Yeah, I would echo what both of them said. I mean, it's it was very exciting to find out that we did have a season. It was very surprising the way that things had been trending throughout the fall and the winter and the reports that had come out from the IHSA and the Illinois Department of Public Health and and the governor and everything else. It did not seem very optimistic that uh, boys basketball specifically because it had been uh, rated a high-risk sport. And so where we were at as far as the phase levels of the state and uh, where things were at, it did not seem very optimistic and uh we were very pleasantly surprised when we got the opportunity to get back into the gym. Uh, certainly, it looked basketball itself looked the same, but at the same time, wearing masks, trying you know not having locker room access, just some of the things you would normally take for granted in the program. It was more difficult than in years past, obviously, just with that. Can I go back to masks real quick? I think this is something I've been wondering. How how have students? Uh, embraced, I guess, or, or really worked with having to do masks on, especially in, in you know, we're, we're talking sports here that they're going to be working up sweat and breathing heavier. How, how has that worked? Have you had to institute mask breaks? What, what does it look like? Sure. Yeah. Um, with the, with, for, for basketball speaking there, um, you know, they, they did add in during the game competitions, which is new um, after the, there's an eight minute quarter and after four minutes, basically there's a timeout. That's a 90 second timeout, which is you know a brand new thing that they had implemented this year specifically to give the kids an opportunity to take their masks down um, just to catch their breath a little bit more um, in practice. I mean, certainly we try to, you know, make sure there's frequent breaks in the sense because running around for two and a half hours is pretty difficult with that. Um, you know, but you know, it slides down. I mean, when any time of competition, you know, it's not going to stay completely where it's supposed to be. Most of, of the kids on our team, as well as the schools we played, you know, did an okay job with trying to, to be good with that. But we just made the most of it and certainly looked at it as if that's what we have to do in order to get a season, then we were very willing to, to take that extra step. 
One thing I've been continually impressed with with our students is their ability to adapt to to different circumstances and situations. And I mean, obviously, you guys have your perspective in the classroom of what that looks like, and, and you've needed to adapt to that whole thing, too. But thinking of our athletes, how did they adapt to the whole situation? Was it pretty seamless? Was was there a learning curve? Um, even Even attendance, what did that look like this year? I would have to say my team as a whole, they did really well adapting to the whole situation. Honestly, I caught myself, I think, often more with, like, projecting my voice. With the mask, I was like, I can't do this. Like, I'd have to, like, breathe myself. But they were really good about it and very conscious of, you know, can I go stand in the corner real quick and take off my mask? I'm struggling right now. And I say, honestly, the biggest thing was the six feet apart. They're so used to being on top of each other, by each other all the time. But other than that, you know, as soon as I was like, girls, come on, we got to you know, follow the guidelines. They were a lot better about it. Yeah, I would say for my team, um, they haven't been together before. So it's not like, you know, basketball or cheer or football where they at least had some of the same teammates as they have in the past. Um, So it was really interesting because normally for us, we would have tryouts and summer camp and all of these opportunities for them to kind of bond, especially for a new team. So we kind of were missing that element at first. So it was definitely a little interesting and more difficult. And I think Emily kind of even saw this um, because we helped each other out a bit in the beginning. And that element for me specifically was kind of challenging. Um, But then in terms of adapting to just like the guidelines and all of that, because I think mine were a little more timid, if you will, um, they were so awesome about it. So I could count on one hand the amount of times I had to remind them to you know, pull their mask over their nose or something like that. So, Well, that's great to hear. And just another example of how our students are resilient and totally adaptable. And I just love hearing those stories. What did this look like on the back end? So, you know, off the court, off the field, um, when you were trying to plan and work with uh, Mr. Noise and trying to figure out stuff, what was there extra pressure, extra things that you needed to deal with as coaches? Yeah, there absolutely was. Um, for for cheer and dance specifically this year, you know, normally this is something where um, we plan so far in advance. And once we get our season going, that is actually some of the easiest time for us. Um, our difficult p- part is planning in advance, hiring choreographers, getting our music done, making sure we have our costumes or our uniforms, making sure we have palms, you know, just all the little things that when you see a performance, it's just all there. Um, So pulling that together in a couple of weeks versus normally what would be four months was extremely challenging. (laughs) Yeah. And I would say I'm extremely thankful that I had Amanda and we had each other for both of our teams. Typically, you know, the choreographer, the music, planning competitions, that's all something that you have weeks to think about where it was like we had 24 hours. And I have to honestly give a huge shout out to Felicia as well. She has been extremely helpful with organizing Crisis Go, ordering things for our team to get that going right away. We wanted to order t-shirts and it was like, well, your season ends in four weeks, so you got to get them in now. So just all that kind of stuff that you're like, oh, I really wouldn't worry about the payments or again, t-shirts, stuff like that, that you were like, I need now. So it was just... Everything was fast-tracked. Mm. Yeah. 
I'd echo all that too. I mean, the, the organizational stuff that the athletic office from Mr. Noise and Ms. Miraboli were able to do were, were fantastic. And basketball is pretty low maintenance. I mean, we don't really have a ton of equipment, seriously. I mean, just we had the, the basketballs already, you know, spent obviously more time, you know, wiping them down and making sure that, you know, they're sanitized. But as far as equipment, the jerseys were all there. We, we were prepared to play as far as like operationally but getting the schedules all set making sure that the bus issues we yeah we would take multiple buses instead of just uh um you know putting everybody on one bus because we want to keep the distance we only had two levels normally we have a a freshman team a sophomore team and a varsity team this year we just had a frost soft combined as well as uh a varsity team. We had to use L Middle School a bunch, so we sent our JV teams down to practice um, over at L Middle School. So that was the first time we had to kind of deal with that. And so Miss um, Groneveld at the middle school certainly very accommodating, obviously for us too, which is great. But yeah, you know, I, I definitely would echo the fact that you know it was challenging just to feel organized and prepared because normally, like uh, the other coaches said, I mean it's. Your work, your preseason prep helps the season, and when your preseason is less than a week, it's a, uh, it, it you're in a little bit of scramble mode. But it, I think it turned out more or less, uh, you know, pretty fantastic. That's great to hear. There's a lot of stuff, obviously, behind the scenes that I, I think an average person might might not realize that needs to go on, um, even during a regular season. And with this, the the extra stuff that needed to go on, and it sounds like it just was pretty darn smooth along. That's great. Um, I want to move to you getting to humble brag or maybe just brag about your season and your teams and, and some of the celebrations that happened during this time. I think with, uh, with basketball, I mean, um, just because like with the opportunity to jump back into the gym for the first time in a year, I mean, that in and of itself, I mean, we had a you know, we clapped it up for first day, just the fact that we were all together. I mean, we yeah. hadn't we hadn't played a game since uh, the end of February of 2020, even mm-hmm. before uh, the pandemic started. No summer camp, no off season, no contact days. You know, trying to stay in touch with with the guys um, as best as you can, but not really sure what that's going to look like. Certainly, they're out of shape. I mean, they would be the first to tell you that they weren't ready to all of a sudden play, and just the fact that we were back in a, a gym playing was, was a huge celebration and. Uh, probably our, our most memorable highlight, we had uh, our win against Westmont. We were down by two with three seconds left, and uh, Julian DeVilla, our senior captain, hit uh, a buzzer beater three-pointer uh, as time expired, and we got a, a one-point uh, one point win at Westmont, which was, you know, by far uh, would have been a highlight any year, but sure. cer- certainly this year uh, to, cool. to get that to get that win, yep. Awesome. I would say um, <clears throat> for dance, a huge Win for us um, definitely was just, I, as I've mentioned already, brand new program. Right, just getting So just up. the girls being able to jump right into competition season. Um, we kind of mentioned this earlier, but, you know, normally, even when you're starting a program, you have that summer camp, you have, we have football sideline season to kind of start to prepare. These girls entered a brand new program, brand new team, and competed in a competition within weeks. Um, so I'm just super impressed with that. And then... Um, my two captains also made all conference, so I'm super excited for them. Shout out Jade Guzman and Angelina Gutierrez. Um, awesome. Yeah, so really proud of them for that as well. Great. I would definitely go along with what Amanda said for my team as well. You know, typically a competition routine takes five, six weeks. We had two weeks. 
and they performed it flawlessly. Both competitions, we scored above Ridgewood, so way to go us. <laughs> um, and honestly, I want to give a shout-out to my freshmen. They didn't know these girls that had been on the team for three, four, four years. They stepped in, learned the skills that they needed to, and performed just as well as everybody else. And my whole team, just you know, me being brand new, they were so accommodating. This is how we used to do things in practice. Great, we'll roll with it. And so it was just an easy transition for myself, and I honestly couldn't thank the girls enough for allowing that to be the that way. It's awesome to hear those celebrations. Uh, I, I think it's great to the sense of community that seems that it was built from from the new dance team to the incoming freshmen. It's it's really exciting. Looking forward to a time. Post-COVID, it'll happen, I promise, someday. Uh, what is What does that look like? What has you excited for next year and looking towards the future? I'm really excited just to host more of a, hopefully what will be more of a traditional tryout um, and just get back to, you know, that format, like I've been saying, of tryouts, summer camp, summer practice, you know, football sideline season, competition season, and just really give my girls the full experience. Um, that's what I'm most most excited about definitely. So we have tryouts coming up um, in the next couple of months. So we'll keep you all posted on that. Yeah, going off of that as well, a huge part of cheerleading that was removed during COVID was stunting. And actually the Illinois Department of Public Health has approved stunting again. So I'm super excited to start that with my team, hopefully after tryouts in May and skill building. And again, doing things, we were so focused on competition. Now we'll be able to really enjoy the season, cheering on our football and basketball teams, doing the extra things that the girls, I think, really enjoy. The uniform, the hair, makeup, all that kind of stuff that we kind of skipped over because we didn't have the time. So I'm really excited to get moving with those things. Yeah, I think uh, the normalcy aspect is really what we're all hoping to get back to. We're, we're waiting on official word from the Illinois High School Association on when contact days and summer camp can start. We have to work with um, our school and the facilities and Mr. Noyes to find out when we can start offering camp. But excited to, you know, like I said, get back into a, a routine. I mean, I think over the last, you know, five, six years, We've been really proud of, of the program that we've been building. The you know a year ago we had you know, had our best record in 21 years, and you know unfortunately didn't get to completely follow up with that in the same way based on uh, some of the obstacles that we were facing this year. But ex, you know it's always sad to see a group of seniors leave, but excited about you know the younger guys that are going to get an opportunity to continue on, and um, hopefully with a you know a, a normal summer and an off season preparation you know, we can kind of get back to that, uh, you know, what we've been continuing to build. And, but again, we're certainly thankful and proud of the opportunity that was still given to us. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are excited about it. I'm sure our students are excited and I, I know spectators too, right? We didn't even touch on those, but I'm spectators are going to be excited for some normalcy in the sports too. Before we wrap up, is there any last minute shout outs or anything you want to touch on that I, I wasn't able to get to? Just what um, Tony was saying earlier, I would like to thank the athletic office for everything they've done. It's, I can't imagine how stressful with 10, 12 programs running all at once. So just a huge thank you to them. All righty. Well, I want to thank you three so much for being my guests today. It's been wonderful. To our listeners, thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed your time. 
Stay healthy, be good citizens, and make good choices. I'm your host, Aaron Stolmer, and this has been Parkside Chat. Until next time.